This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. Mike Sorg right here in Sorgatron Media Studios. Ready to talk all the geeky things with all of you out there. And uh, here in the lovely Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, watching people uh, apparently illegally park in front of my driveway. But anyways, uh, we are back full force awesomeness tonight because we have back with us, first of all, uh, back in Studio C in the Big D of Dormont, Pennsylvania, is their gadget guru from, uh, I almost said Xbox International. <laughs> Xbox International. Xbox International. We, sure. we can just come but up with a new company every week. People are going to think you actually work for Microsoft, and that's going to get <laughs> sticky. So I don't want to, you know, uh, legal, the legal department's not going to like that one. So, And I mean, psychic media legal. <laughs> so <laughs> how you doing, man? Were you on another vacation or work trip or what happened this last week? This was a this was family vacation. This was family vacation. We went to the the OCMD, Ocean City, Maryland. Ooh, um, everybody so goes to, there. Katie, you go there, too, right? I, I Am I missing <laughs> out here? I just I've just been to like the Jersey Shore. So. Oh. Yeah, you got to go to Ocean City, Maryland sometime. Ocean City, Maryland. I was yeah, it's, close it's definitely it. worth the trip. I've done some work down that way, and and uh, I was probably really close. I should should have hit it up while I was in the area. Now we'll we'll plan the trip for 2022, I suppose. Uh, yeah, you heard that voice. It's our social media maven, Dutters. Hello, friends. Nice Hello. to talk to you again, Chilla. <laughs> it's good to see you. And of course, we're going to talk about all kinds of geeky things here this episode from the Pittsburgh flyover state of mind. Uh, I actually had a Lyft driver in Chicago this past weekend. I was like, and I, I gave that line about how it's uh, some, uh, uh, you know, the original mission of like, it's the opinion of uh, people in flyover states about technology. And she says, that's really good. Chicago needs that. I was like, I didn't consider Chicago a flyover state, but okay, you're, you're, I guess you're right. Uh, but anyways, but let's get into it. Of course, uh, check out everything at awesomecast.com, and you can see, you can hit us up at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com for any inquiries. Awesomecast on the Twitter, awesomecast on the Facebook page, and group. A lot of great discussion happening in the Facebook group, including stories that we did include in our document that we'll hopefully get to here today. And uh, you can subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast apps and watch video versions on our Facebook and YouTube page. Or you can join us here live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Facebook Live on our YouTube page for AwesomeCast and on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page. Whatever is easiest for you to drop in and be a part of. We appreciate you joining us live and being part of that chat room with us. Um, And then... Of course, thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Our friends over there contributing to the show, helping keep things move forward at the coffee club level. Mount Muller, John DeGore, John Carmen, Cynthia Klotsky over there at Shift Collaborative, Scott McTaggart over at the Pitchworks podcast, and Mike Pound and at the fan of the show level, Michael Fedor, pgsmuseums.org, Professor Buzzkill, the Professor Buzzkill podcast, and Dave Ponder of I- iPhoneography podcast uh you guys can support the show too. get a shout out at the beginning uh here and get some uh other recorded content at patreon.com slash awesome cast so let's get into our awesome things of the week and katie you you're reminding me 
The sign at Duncan just now just reminded me too, and I start. I'm putting my flag in. I'm putting my my, my flag in the sand on this. Was that the phrase? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what what was your awesome thing of the week? It's officially pumpkin spice season. Oh no! Uh, Duncan already announced that Starbucks is kind of behind in announcing it today that yeah. their uh, pumpkin spice latte is back. So we are heading back into um, Halloween season officially. Duncan, Duncan has it, and we're good. Like the sign was there in the driveway. They have like a pumpkin cold brew cream something that I'm obviously going to try very very soon. So yeah, it it is it is it has arrived here in mid, mid late August, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna start seeing pumpkin spiced everything in the stores as far as food and mm. body products and everything in between. Wait wait wait, body products. Oh yeah, you can get pumpkin spice deodorant. There's pumpkin spice soap. There's pumpkin what? spice. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait. A minute. Okay. I, I I love pumpkin spice. Like it's my favorite season, right? Um. Uh-huh. And uh, now and then and I, I've tried the cookies. I've tried. I've tried. I don't know. Like lots of stuff, right? Um. Yeah. But deodorant. Yes, I think uh, Native. Yeah, Native is the brand. Uh, at least one of the brands. I think they that uh, do the pumpkin spice. Um, and they, you can find them at Target, I think on Amazon too. Oh, geez. And I think a few other few places, but yeah, oh, so they I have pumpkin spice latte, uh, sensitive. Oh, geez. It's the, de- <laughs> the vintage collection deodorant, pumpkin spice latte. I mean, it's very it's cactus flower and poppy, blackberry and plume, uh, sandalwood and fig, but of course, pumpkin spice latte. $12, $12 over at, uh, uh, nativecause.com. If you want to get that directly, I guess. Oh boy. Um. All right, I'm putting that. Yeah. In, I'm putting that in the Instacart uh, right now. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, if you've been paying any bit of attention on social media, uh, yeah. the pumpkin, the Halloween stuff has been out at Michael's, Home Goods, uh, yeah. Dollar Tree, everywhere now. Um, everybody's doing their spooky how tos. And I looked it up because I was curious, and I was like, the expected spend on Halloween in 2020 was $8 billion in the U.S. Jeez. And that's down a billion from a couple years beforehand. But I think this year, the numbers are going to be astronomical, especially if we get any sort of, you know, COVID safe. Um, (laughs) I don't know how to say that. Uh, if we're able to have a little less restrictions on trick or treating, I Man. think we're going to really see those numbers just kind of pew, I, and especially with the uh, the vaccine out there. I, I don't. I didn't find the deodorant. Well, I think I spelled it wrong. Um, but I did find Febreze uh, pumpkin harvest pumpkin. Ooh. <laughs> well, you know, if you want your house to like smell like fall, I suppose that's. Hold on, we're just going to type pumpkin and then target and see what comes up now. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Oh, there's a lot of food items because, of course, they have groceries. But um, <laughs> each nut organics pumpkin, pumpkin spice special K. Uh, oh man, health bars. That looks like that's for a dog, though. Um, I, I bet you there's pumpkin spice Cheerios. There, I mean, there's every other flavor. Oh yeah, there is. I bet there is. We'll be seeing that soon. Oh boy. Well, two- I, I did see. I did see the Halloween candy. I had to stop. What did I? Have? I had to stop in CVS for something. I was, it was and like CVS has had like, they, they have like, they normally do three rows of candy. Yeah. There's at least one row up currently. I'm sure it will expand. I like swear Mogwai. it was like the last week of July where I'm like checking out and I'm like, wait, pumpkins. Really? 
And she's like, go check out aisle seven. I'm like, no. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, okay, pumpkin is here. I, I am I am putting my foot down that I will not order a pumpkin thing until the beginning of September. I know it's a week I have, but that's yeah, I, I know it's a week. That's why it's not much of a sacrifice. But uh, but yes, like once we hit on the first pumpkin, everything here we go. I am basic white girl. Uh, that, that's I'm just completely in on it. So um, yeah, and you have to get it as much as you can. So it's a little time. Yeah, I was gonna get my. I was gonna go to Starbucks today, and I was like, oh, I need to go get a pumpkin spice latte, and it was too hot to leave the house. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like this, yeah. this is some sort of something. It's right? hard to get a. It's kind of hard to get a pumpkin spice latte when it's ninety degrees and muggy out <laughs> a little bit. So, uh, oh boy. Well, add to cart. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Chilla, what's your awesome pick of the week? My awesome pick of the week is if anyone was paying attention to the Twitters and the Instagrams and actually the TikToks, I think it was sun, Sunday night, um, there was a leak of the Spider-Man trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, it leaked numerous places and Sony quickly swept in and removed it from everywhere only to then release it on Monday. Um, the The leak was pretty... It was like a video capture of a phone. The phone did not have, at least the one I saw, did not have any of a lot of the special effects added in. Um, but I will say that <clears throat> it was worth it was worth the wait, the extra twenty four hours. Um, I did try to watch it. It wasn't. It, it was. It was rough trying to watch it Sunday night. But the No Way Home trailer um, launching yesterday. Um, I cannot wait for December 17th, and I yeah. really hope this does not get pushed. I was really, it was um, really hard to talk about wrestling on our wrestling podcast last night because Mad Mike was just <laughs> losing his mind. And I kept, I kept pushing off him talking about it so we could talk about wrestling things. I thought his head was going to pop on the Monday Mayhem <laughs> Warriors last night. But uh, yeah, very exciting, very cool. Um, looking forward to it. But we got two Marvel movies between now and then, actually. So. Eh, <laughs> got plenty to do in the meantime, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, I think Shang Chi comes uh, out like one more thing week. on the Marvel front. Mm-hmm. Marvel and Net Marvel also launched. Um, was it Marvel Revolution? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be an MMO. Um, releasing out to mobile. Um, Future Revolution. It looks like a pretty cool game. I'm very excited. I was surprised because I. I'll use air quotes pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. Um, and by pre-ordered, I mean like I clicked the pre-order button in the app store and it automatically downloaded. I got all excited this morning when I went and it was already on my devices launching it. Um, so a 1.7 gig download, then download an additional four gig oh. on my iPad um, to in which I was then notified and i'm looking at the timer countdown right now um you do all of that and then you get time remaining eight hours and 44 minutes 24 seconds till Mm. you can play um they do have a fun little um flappy bird style um game to play as star lord um, to fly through while those downloads are updating. I thought it was a pretty cool way to, to keep you engaged while you're watching the progress bar. Um, but looking forward to this game 
in about another nine hours. So what kind of game is it? Like, so it's calling it a fir- the first open world action RPG on mobile. So is this like a Fortnite-esque kind of look? I mean, like I'm trying to find like actual screenshots of it. Like I'm not, I mean, this is obviously a very CG trailer that's going on here that we've been looking at. Right. So and, like, and I haven't seen much actual gameplay footage. So I'm yeah. interested to see how it plays because is it going to be like level up type stuff? The cool thing, and, and I, I saw, I saw this kept me going on well, well, Pokemon here, Unite. Well, well, um, they're doing check in gifts. Okay. So, okay. Um, you check in within the first seven days, you get a four star costume box. You check in, in within the, the 14, Jeez. the next, the next seven, you get some crystals. And then with the 28th day check in, you get a five star costume box. The pretty cool thing, it looks like they're they could be tying into um kind of the multiverse because there's numerous costumes for your character that kind of mm-hmm. look like they would loosely match up mm-hmm. with all of the different versions of like Iron Man, Spider Man, etc. Um so I'm I'm interested, like I said, I, I haven't seen actual gameplay footage. But I'm I'm looking forward to giving it a whirl. I've really liked a lot of the other Marvel games. Um, they can keep my interest for a pretty decent period of time. Um, so see what this one's like. It goes. Uh, I I wish I'm looking at. It. So I, I'm starting the, the initial download now uh, from the App Store. Um, sadly, it's not on. I, I don't know. I'm looking at this because I just upgraded my Apple TV because I needed a second. I, I upgraded the living room because I needed a second one. I don't know if you're here when that happened, Chilla um because of yeah because we were talking about your pictures that pop up on the old one you gave me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that i can't use um I, i'm always looking like please can this game be on apple tv as well since i have a nice you know nice going one um but uh, yeah so it's iphone ipad only um so and it launches tomorrow ish so it's like 3 a.m in the morning or something oh i'll be the, up the, i'll be finishing the, the shows by then i'll be fine they don't, well, we'll stay up another couple hours playing this thing, maybe. So, uh, friend me on there. I haven't done like one of these free medium things in it. I have, I have a feeling one plays for like ten minutes and get annoyed. But uh, we'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. It looks cool. It actually does look cool. So, um, cool. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, hey. So, um, you know, when Game Pass uh, dropped all those Bethesda games on there, uh, I, there was there was definitely a glaring omission, at least for me, and that was Quake. And, you know, even on the PC side, I was like, well, okay, where's the Quake at? I'd love to play Quake. They've had to have ported this over to Xbox at some point, right? So, turns out they were waiting for QuakeCon, which just happened. And uh, at QuakeCon, they announced and then released on multiple consoles, there is an enhanced re-release of Quake uh, uh, capable of up to 4K, uh, and on basically every, it's on Switch, Xbox One, PlayStations, um, and on Game Pass is going to have it. And added bonus that's kind of nice. It, it, it work, the Quake One works in cloud as well. Although, man, the responsiveness was tough. I don't know what happened. I, I was trying to, I was trying to uh, Game Pass cloud uh, at my mother's. She's got like Comcast out in the middle of nowhere, and like I'm sitting right by the modem, and it was having problems. And I used to, that used to be the place where, you know, I. I had really good luck with streaming games, but I, I don't know. Game Pass Cloud still is kind of finicky. Um, but if you load it on the PC and you have Game Pass, you actually do get 
I'm going to say all three, three of the quakes. Quake 4, for some reason, is not a part of this. Um, but you'll get, like, the, quote, original versions of uh, Quake 2, Quake 3. You know, they'll do as good as those are going to top out for games from, you know, the, probably all before 2005. Uh, so, um, you know, again, something I haven't had Steam. I have the original discs floating around my off my, my Twitch office. Um, but uh, but good to see that a part of that. And again, like something you can pick up on. I think it'd be a fun little Switch game to hop into Quake because Quake was such a pick up and play first person shooter because because nothing made sense on it. Let's be honest about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> at least the first one, right? Um, so definitely recommend that if you're on Game Pass. Um, if you want to jump into it, it looks like it's $10 across the platforms um, if you're not on Game Pass. So definitely uh, can be worthwhile. Um, I, I say no no enhancement and upgrades for Quake 2, but and I think they might have just recently pulled this off, but there is an RTX version of Quake 2 that's been floating around. Uh, it was part of the NVIDIA um, NVIDIA Now, GeForce Now package that you could pay. Like I'm paying 5 bucks a month. I think it might be 10 for new su- subscribers now. Um, that was just kind of included which was kind of nice, um, I, I believe. I, or maybe I got it in some package on Steam or something. I don't know. It just showed up on day one. So <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this is the only Quake thing there is. And the only Bethesda product, because they pulled everything else for whatever's going on. Well, actually, it makes sense. Bethesda's not on GeForce now because they just got bought by Microsoft, right? So they're like, we're not going to stream these anywhere else. So um, did, did you guys play Quake? you have any Quake memories? I'm trying to, I'm trying to actually remember. I think was quake i think i got quake at comp usa <laughs> okay on like a demo mm-hmm. it would have been that cd it was still like that shareware kind of thing where you everybody like everybody had the first episode yeah and then like it was like but it was still like five dollars mm-hmm. for the cd oh yeah and then you you could call a number and they gave you like an unlock it was like the last shareware game because like Doom and Wolfenstein and Commander Keen were all that too, where you got like you would just get these demo discs packed in with like your computer or something else, or that five dollar, ten dollar DVD, you know, CD bin, CD ROM bin, and then um and then yeah, you have to like like I remember there were postal instructions to send money to <laughs> to like up, unlock the rest of the original Doom or something, right? Like in like that MS DOS font, so. Um, but like, do you think you just played like the shareware version and stuff? No, I remember. So I bought the, the CD and then I found a key gen. Oh, <laughs> he did that thing. Yeah, I did. That I've never, thing. I've never, I don't think I've done those for those like shareware games like that. But, um, anyways. and you could get, I didn't realize you can get commander keen, the complete pack, all three episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah all, that on Steam. yeah, all that stuff's on Steam. Um, I think, I can't remember if I purchased or my brother got me for my birthday at some point. Um, there was like a, there was like a giant 3D realms, like, hey, here's everything package. So I have like the first two Duke Nukem's and all that kind of stuff. Um, it, was, it was pretty crazy. So I know I, I can't, Commander King was in software, wasn't it? They were all Apogee, 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 Apogee games before they became whatever they became. So. But anyways, uh, uh, Katie, do you have any quick memories? Was that one that uh, floated around in your household? I just remember the disc. I don't think we ever actually played. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is it for me. So it had a Nine Inch Nails soundtrack. 
and your nail gun, uh, the little ammo boxes for the, for the nail gun had a Nine Inch Nails logo on it. That's that's the biggest thing I remembered. And it's one of those, like, remember you could always so- throw in the CD uh, for CD-ROM games, and the soundtrack was literally just, like, CD tracks on them. So you could throw them in the CD player, skip the data track, because that was just, like, like, it sounded horrible. And then you could just, like, listen to the soundtrack it was, if you wanted to. <laughs> Warcraft. It's so funny when you mentioned uh, Nine Inch Nails. I have a Best Buy Trent Reznor story because you know he was local to our area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's uh-huh. ho- let's hold on to that for Patreon. Yeah, I once had his phone number. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I've mentioned my. So your Patreon. I've I've mentioned my my connection to the Reznor family too, right? On their show. Well, we'll, we'll do well, that on Patreon too. Uh, your tor- your story is probably way cooler than mine. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, we got something to do later after the show then, so we'll put a pin in that. We'll also, you know, put a pin in it and uh, get some pepperoni. Our good friends at Slice on Broadway, right up the hill, right up the, up the road here. Uh, New York City style, Yinzer made, Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills. No, yes, I was in Chicago. Yes, I had deep dish pizza. But the, as I said last night, and, and, and it was delicious, but it's not Slice on Broadway. And whenever I say deep dish pizza, always put quotation marks around that pizza because, damn it, that's not pizza. This is. This is the good stuff. Uh, Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the per- perfect pepperoni pizza, New York City style. This is the best style. I mean, it's the only style. Like, that's 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 just pizza, period, right? So go check them out. SliceOnBroadway.com. If you're not in the Pittsburgh area, wherever you are, just support your local pizza uh, establishment. Um, whatever that is, even the fake pizza in Chicago, uh, so, or Detroit, Detroit has a weird thing too. Right. So, uh, but Katie, we'll be up in that area. Have you ever tried, you, you go up to Michigan a lot. Have you ever tried this Detroit style they have up there? I have not actually. Not? No. I, so maybe that'll be an experience because we have a business trip coming up in the next month. So now we have a mission is to, is to get Detroit style pizza. And then of course, visit the penis tower in Ypsilanti. So, <laughs> um, but anyways, so where are we at? Where are we at in the stock? What else have we got going on here? OnlyFans is banning porn. So this is an interesting story because a lot of people aren't talking about the reason because they're they're saying OnlyFans is betraying their people that that made made them popular, right? But it's really the credit card companies because the, the credit credit card companies have put in the kibosh on any kind of uh, explicit material that they're being used for. And if you take and MasterCard in particular in this case, and I think MasterCard also had an issue with Pornhub, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. when they had a big crackdown. Like, is that what led yeah. to the big crackdown on, on Pornhub like a year ago? Was probably MasterCard? I think MasterCard and the fact that they were having trouble regulating, which could be related to MasterCard, um, what was consensual and what was actually right. So they, they, of age. So so they, they had trouble doing that. I mean, you know, Pornhub... I don't think really did a lot to stop you from uploading anything. And I don't know if only fans, if that's part of it, but like all the stories are just about it. It's, it's spanning the, you know, anything nudity and explicit is going to be uh, removed from it now. And of course it's probably a big part of it, but I think there are plenty of things non-explicit that um, are part of the service. I don't know what that's going to, you know, do, do, are, the, are the people that are doing explicit stuff going to kind of convert or, or something like that or, or whatever the case is? So, so the article in here, which matches up with, with the information I had heard, it wasn't the credit card companies. It was investors. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, they can't, they can't get 
they can't find more investors because the investors don't want to invest in something that does this in something that does this. I think it's a lot of finger pointing of like, it's this problem. This person has a problem. Like this company has a problem. And I don't think, I don't think the whole story is out yet. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. That'd be interesting. I mean, I, I guess I look at the the number of other sites because I, I I don't know who I can't remember where I saw it posted. It, it was somewhere on Twitter and it was a Verge link to the news, the article. Yeah, like, remember, uh, it might have been Chachi that posted it, and then he said he really didn't care. But um, it was interesting because then they gave a rundown of all of the other sites that are out there. I'm like, okay, so this is going to be everyone's just going to jump ship. This is this is going to be what was the site that Verizon bought or something. It was a Tumblr. Hmm. It'll be that all over again. Everyone's just going to yeah. jump ship. Well, either way, um, whatever that means for them, like maybe OnlyFans just becomes another Patreon um, competitor at that point because uh, I don't believe Patreon allows any kind of explicit content uh, on their platform by by design. And um, you know, it is, if you allow explicit content like that, you, you have to deal, I don't want to say the ramifications, but you have to then manage it because... Mm-hmm. That means is like okay, explicit content, but then there's like explicit content that is illegal, explicit content, you know, like, and it's like on that border line with it, right? So, you know, things from like making sure people aren't underage, you know, it's like okay, that's not always a visual thing, right? So, um, that's a uh, there was so so the discussion I listened to, I think this was on this week in tech. So I, I had a little bit, of, and one of them was like, you know, there's journalists on there that wrote articles on this. So that's where I was taken from. Um, but the idea that, according to them, I believe they said Mastercard was insisting that they do X, Y, and Z, which meant nothing uploaded, that anything that could have been potentially like illegal, you know, underage or something else, like needed to be like manually reviewed before posting. Which is funny because that's the exact kind of thing something like Section 230 means you don't have to do and be and not be liable, right? But this is a whole other. This isn't the government. This is this isn't liability. This is the credit card supposedly, maybe investors, uh, whoever the source is, um, saying you need to do this. You know, like because they can make whatever rules they want. It doesn't matter. They're not. They're not the government that 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 has to go by a rule like this, right? So it's interesting. So, oh, but this goes along the story you had uh, last week, Katie, right? About the uh, the the app. Now you kind of see what that was kind of leading into. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh wait, oh this escalated quickly. Yes, it did. So, um, <laughs> they are stating, and, and I guess you know from you know scanning that article and the stuff I've heard, you say there's a lot of fingerprinting. Like Emily fans obviously is not saying what's up but they're just saying kind of what this is going to be right so interesting katie let's uh, speaking of uh communicating with fans uh tell me what linktree is uh doing with uh, paypal i know linktree is something that you have been talking with a lot of our professional wrestler friends i've, I've been noticing more link trees on profiles for pro wrestlers that we know yeah uh so yeah link trees um has, they're partnering with paypal so it makes it easier for you to give to your particular, the particular creator um, nice. in commerce, which is pretty cool because um, I, I, I don't know about you, but I felt like PayPal became, was, was the big thing because eBay made PayPal this huge thing. 
And then PayPal kind of like disappeared because they had so many issues. And now it's like PayPal is everywhere again. Yeah, they, and, they, really, they really pushed that branding a little bit more, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And like the way I, I like the fact that they're being a little bit more, um, I don't be like cutting edge, but more on t- in touch with technology, what creators are looking for. Uh, and this is a great uh, a connection, I think, between Linktree and PayPal. And um, I think Linktree also picked up, like they said, Songlink. And is something else that they you can link into your Linktree is like if you have music you can link it there. So Linktree's mm-hmm. doing a pretty good job of just you know taking away the need of you having to create a full on website, mm-hmm. which has definitely been like a barrier for a lot of creators and people who are producing songs and whatever. Um, so I like the way I like what Linktree is doing, and I like that they're working with PayPal. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a super easy thing it's a uh, mobile ready to go and 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 just kind of gives you a hey here's all my stuff which is usually just links of social media pages and things like that um i forgot because I, I think i was just bringing up a friend of ours uh a page because i thought it was still link tree but it's kind of the same thing um our buddy uh pretty pretty boy smooth um has uh has has one of these kind of i mean this is basically it right it, like it's this kind yeah. of I mean, this this one's not a link tree, but it's the same concept. Whereas, like, here's all of his mm-hmm. links of booking inquiries, talent is a pro wrestler, so talent information, highlight reel, his store for t-shirts. Uh, he has a scholarship that he promotes. So we did a, we did a great interview with him on Indie Mayhem Show. If you want to check that out, PV, PV provides scholarship up there in uh, Erie. Um, as we, he has a Wikipedia page. He does. Oh wow! I don't he know. Absolutely I don't does. know too many of. Them. I, I got to double check. I, I'm curious. There's a that's a new qualification for our, our, our wrestling friends was like are you are you on the Wikipedia page level and uh, that's awesome that's awesome but uh, yeah so 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 that links in so you can do donations and stuff too yeah who needs OnlyFans <laughs> I guess <laughs> so I and I and I think and I think what I like about uh, for people who are creating content they're getting better at incorporating things like PayPal and Venmo into mm-hmm. their process because. I, you, if I give you something from Venmo, I don't count it as money because it's not, it doesn't feel like real money. Same right. thing for PayPal. I just, you know, that's how I pay for parking right, right. and other things. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where I, if I get paid in PayPal, it's almost like the money doesn't exist. <laughs> to mm-hmm. me, but, um, but yeah, that's, it's, it's interesting. Um, oh, I got an update from the chat room. Uh, that's not, that's not a, and it's not a casserole. It's a pizza on the slice. And he says, very weird Detroit pizza in Greektown. I got to look out for it. So, all right. Keep an eye out there. Um, let's see. Chilla, which one you want to hit up here out of your uh, your uh, selections? So, I am. So, so uh, is it GamesCon mm-hmm. is launching tomorrow? I think Microsoft swooped in and and made some announcements today mm-hmm. um but that being said <clears throat> it was it was announced I, I heard i started to hear rumblings last week um via a a tweet um we are going to hear more about lego star wars the skywalker saga mm-hmm. um th- i mean this was announced eons ago um and then was delayed and delayed and delayed it was supposed to be out i think you know end of last year then it was, you know, hopefully by May. Now I'm hearing hopefully by the end of this year. Um, but I'm super excited about, I, I've always liked all of the Lego games, including the, the Marvel ones. Um, I don't think I've ever played any of the Harry Potters, but especially the, the Marvel ones, even some of the DC ones. Um, 
but hopefully we'll hear more tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think that starts at 2 p.m. Okay. Um, Eastern Standard Time. Um, hopefully we'll hear, like I said, hopefully we'll hear more. I'm hoping for an end of year launch. I've had it pre-ordered for quite some time. I got I got in on the limited edition with the collectible Lego minifig of Luke with blue milk. Um, but we'll we'll see when I finally actually have it in my hands. I ordered it for the Switch. Um, I feel like those games work great on there and are easily portable. Um, but I did also recently get grab. There was a special on all of the Marvel games on Xbox, so mm. picked up those over there too. Awesome, awesome. And there's a secondary video game story you got here, right? Yeah. So I was I was a little bummed. I didn't get because of vacation and and jet setting. Um, I did not get to play the Halo beta. I think uh, Crazy Krause talked about it mm-hmm. um, a while back. Um, but then they announced recently, I think this week, or it was either late, maybe late last week, um, they're, they're running late and they actually discussed potentially pushing the game. Thankfully, they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, but the game is not going to launch with co-op, which is a, a very fun way that I can jump in with people, even if they're not in the same house. Um, so there's going to be no co-op and there's also going to be no forge. And what was, I was never a big, huge forge person. I did like playing other levels that other Mm. people made or, or, or maps, but, um, I was, I mean, so this co-op seems like a big omission. So forge is the level editor. Yeah. For multiplayer. Yeah. And I think it did it first come out with halo two, maybe. I don't know. I I've only Um, done single player halo basically. So. Yeah, yeah the, the, to me, I, I can't wait to play online, but I would have probably preferred to play the single player in co-op mode. Um, but unfortunately, we're going to have to wait for that. So maybe play through and it'll give it some replay value if you can play with a friend. There you go. I think I played three mostly with my brother, if I recall. One of those games. Maybe it was, no, maybe it was Gears of War 1 that I did. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Katie, I see your cursor uh, hovering there over a Spotify uh, story. Yeah. Uh, So Spotify has opened up its subscription service for all podcast um, creators. Okay. It was a thing they kind of just were beta testing. But if you you are able to, if you have a podcast on Spotify, you can create subscription levels that, you know, if you keep certain episodes uh, behind a subscription paywall. And when they were doing the beta testing, one thing they changed was they originally only had three price points. It was like $2.99, $4.99, and $7.99 per month. And creators are like, no, that's not going to work. And now they go anywhere from $0.49 per month up to $150 per month. So if we want to put some very, very fancy uh, episodes behind um, and you want to pay $150 per month to hear those, we'll put a lot of work into them, make them really cool. If you want to pay that, (laughs) we'll help you out there. (laughs) There you go. But yeah, it's 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 really neat. Um, it's I'm glad it's another place for creators who have podcasts are able to make some money and um, support what they're doing. Interesting. I it was, mm-hmm. this is something for high level podcasts that can do premium content, I guess. Right? Um, like I I feel like unless you got something that is more of an established brand that you can expand on, you can't really demand too much on it. Yeah, I guess specialized stuff. I get, well, you know what this makes yeah. easier. Uh, between this and the iTunes subscriptions, um, all those people that do the podcast that sell a masterclass or a book or something, 
Yeah. You know those ones. Like all the ones when I went to um uh pod podcast movement where it's like everybody was like about their book and their service that they were selling through their podcast and that's how you make money. That's true. You don't make money on podcasts. It's the services. And we do a version of that, to be quite honest. So um, but uh, like Kevin Smith can do one of these, right? <laughs> so yeah. like like things like that. So it'd be interesting. Um I don't know. Uh, I, I no, nothing is sold. I haven't seen anything yet in subscriptions that's make. Oh, maybe I drop a couple bucks for that. I, I'm considering dropping a couple bucks for Club Twit, but that's independent of all these things. They 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 started doing a exclusive, like play, basically an internal Patreon model, um, where they have their own discords and stuff like that, and ad free versions. It doesn't matter. I, I don't. I pay for Daily Tech News Show on Patreon, and I never I never do the the ad free feed. Because I, I have it tied into my Google my Google uh, uh, Hub, Nest, whatever it's called these days. Google Mini to me. Um, and so it's always like the, hey, play the latest podcast in the shower kind of thing, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not, I, I don't know how to put the feed in there. But anyways, um, I don't know. Good to see it's kind of growing. You know, podcast is still growing as a business. And it's nice because it's, it's it's built in as opposed to like oh, yeah. if you wanted to set up a Patreon. Right. Uh, there's some additional work and things you have to put into a thought level like, okay, what do I give these subscribers at this level? And play- Whereas opposed to this, right. if you want just want to create a private feed that you per- put certain information or podcasts into, there you go. Charge something a month. That, done. Is, that, is, that is a big consideration, isn't it? Because like, for, for us, we're like, hey, please support us on our Patreon. But what would happen if we said... Hey, our Patreon content we're going to start doing on a subscription on for you know what five bucks a month on Patreon or I'm sorry on Spotify and Apple Apple Podcasts. I don't see any reason not to be exclusive. And then most of your podcasters are on probably either of those platform already built in. Mm-hmm. If they're listening, it's like okay, so, man, there might be there might be something to that. At least like on the low level where we're at on on the podcast side. Well, and I feel like the the, the to your point of hey whomever play this mm-hmm. if you're if if it's if it's frictionless to the user to buy that non or that ad free version mm-hmm. you're going to then have it on that service and you're still going to be able to say hey mm-hmm, play whatever and it, you're not going to have to like jump through hoops to go listen to it ad free it's just going to be part from from my understanding, it's just going to be part of that service offering, which to me makes it that much more beneficial to the to the other people on those services. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting to see. Well, sorry, I'm sitting here. I was poking at something and realized, did they come out with a new Apple TV recently? Like in the last month? Uh, the the only thing I thought they came out with was. You could get the new, the new 4K bundled with the new remote. So if I got the 4K with the remote, like that's the most recent version. That's right? the most recent one. Okay, I just, unless they, in, I mean, we're probably what three weeks, maybe four away from an announcement, and I heard mm-hmm. two announcements in September. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're we're close. We're close to new announcements, but I haven't. I, so I bought that the, is, I bought the Apple TV exactly. The radar. The, I bought the Apple TV exactly at the wrong time. Then got it so oh well it was no i don't like like i said i don't think there is another i i like there's two announcements coming in september but i haven't heard tv being yeah. any part oh, no of no them. no i i i thought i heard they came out in the last few weeks was i don't know i caught something and i was like oh man did i just like buy one buy the wrong one 
like a week before the thing. But anyways, uh, Katie, did you uh, make hairs or tails of this? I see why you had a problem with this article because I noticed it's on their uh, Walmart's corporate website. Yeah, it was I mean, super confusing. Yeah, and so good, good, it, it sounds good. like to me that Walmart, it's, it's called Go Local. Uh-huh. And Walmart is going to allow businesses of all sizes, according to the website, big and small, to use their transportation to help with deliveries. Okay. And 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 looking, there was there was mention of B2B, so I'm thinking it's from point A to but not to the house right now, like not using Walmart's because Walmart uses the oh gosh, what do they call their their um Walmart um the fulfillment of how they have the, the people doing it locally mm. uh, to your actual home. I forget what they call it, but um, Walmart has Walmart has their own all these things because they can because Walmart is huge. But it looks like it just right now it's from it's not to your door. It's just like you can go, hey, I have this business and I need to get my stuff to this other business. Can you you know, is it on your route? Can you throw it on your truck? Good. There you go. And which is good because in a, in a sense, it saves, you know, money and saves resources because less gas, less trucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, oh, last mile. That is it. Okay. That last mile is the um, the delivery service that gets to your door. That's the, um, how Walmart gets it to your house. Yeah. <laughs> I knew they had something else random. It's actually been annoying because every time I, I'm like, I want to get a Walmart and find out if a thing is there that I'm looking for. And, and I don't get the localized Walmart experience until I walk in the store. And mm-hmm. it, like it, they're really pushing the delivery pickup, um, you know, this Walmart Plus, which is the free delivery, which is basically an Instacart competitor, um, which is interesting because I think Walmart's now on Instacart. Um, so mm-hmm. so like and again, like I think Amazon just eclipsed them in size of company revenue however they they manage it um to just eclipse walmart so now walmart is like scrambling once again to win and walmart's been trying to figure out delivery and all these kinds of things for at least 10 15 years uh what they bought um was there there was a they bought i don't know they bought several delivery services i think you know and over the years that have been like sold off and things like that so i i don't know so and they're not it, have you ever searched for stuff on walmart.com and, you know, there's two separate tabs well not even that like when you do your search and you're just like looking at things for delivery not all the stuff's from walmart Mm-mm. they do a reseller how, thing best buy is the same way now it, i went to they? look for something like to figure out if, if a certain thing was in a best buy around here yeah, and like, it was like Here's 52 other things, but you'll never find these in a Best Buy store. Yeah, it's like because it's not about that, because they know it's about being able to. Why do we go to Amazon? Because the thing we're looking for is probably there. How many times have you gone to Amazon and not found the thing you were looking for, right? Versus Walmart, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, they don't have these kinds of cords and electronics. I'm not even going to bother looking at them. But now you go start looking at that. And because if I'm looking for, this happens to me when I'm looking for, um, power adapters for professional video equipment. And then the, the Google search gives you the shopping thing. You're like, oh, okay. You click through and you're like, Walmart? Really? And some reseller that's, that's you know, however much and $15 shipping and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, it just seems real sketchy. So it's like, okay, then then we'll figure something else out. Um, but yeah. It, it, and they're not good about da- juggling that, are they? 
about knowing no, what's going where. In no means. And, and, and I'll be honest with you. When I go to Amazon, I know I'm getting something shipped, right? Mm-hmm. When I go to Best Buy or Walmart, I'm trying to get something at the store near me. It's like they have too many options. Because <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that too. Hey, I can. It, it, there's a store in your area that has it, or we can ship it to you, or we can ship it to the store. And usually, if it's something like that, I I'm not looking at Best Buy or Walmart unless it's like I need this thing for tomorrow, and your two day shipping doesn't help me, right? You know, <laughs> I had something I would have liked to bring with me for these shoots that we did in uh, Chicago this weekend, and I looked at it and said, "Oh, that's going to show up Friday." I'm already on the road. Put it on my Amazon day on Monday, right? Uh, you know, things like that. Like, because you got to juggle that time, you know, or you're on the road. I'm like, can I get this here? You know, wherever we're at. You know, that's it's, it's like I can't if I'm sitting in a hotel room in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I need, you know, a thing. It's and we did this. It was like, it, it, you know, we, I, I get the thing, put it on pickup, put the order in. So I'm not even fussing around with going in the store and looking for it. It's like this thing is here and it better be ready to go because I got to get back to work you know, kind of thing. So, but I mean, probably kind of more specialized cases than that, I guess, but, uh, versus the day to day, I just need to get a doohickey, uh, people. So I don't know. It, it, it is, it is fascinating to watch Walmart, you know, grow into an Amazon thing. And then Amazon, I was listening to, uh, I think daily tech news last week was talking about how many, um, locations Amazon has, so they're going the other way, right? So, because like they have like what was it something like five hundred Whole Foods stores? They have the Amazon Go stores that are starting to pop up a little bit. They have, I think, over a hundred. I think I saw um, of these um, storefront Amazon stores, and all they are carrying are items that have five star ratings in Amazon. And we, I know we talked about that a while ago, but I guess they they rolled out a bunch of them haven't come across a lot of these things yet except for whole foods um but uh it might be interesting to see what these look like i'm only aware of treasure island that apparently gets a bunch of old amazon chargers for phones and stuff for <laughs> insanely cheap i understand i had a wrestler i don't know i i, I ran into a wrestler in, in 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 uh in west virginia when we were working and he just like was really excited about treasure island and telling me all about it i was like oh all right so, but anyways, so what's up, Chance, if you listen to the podcast, by the way? Um, where else are we at? What else we got here, guys? I think it's just my stories. Oh, Potter. We got, oh, no, Potter. Potter well, okay, credit to Potter. He's the one that gave us the the, the link for the uh, OnlyFans story. Yep. Uh, so I want to make sure that that gets connected. And uh, Amanda actually shared her awesome thing of the week. So let's touch on that here real quick. Let me see about pulling that up. So she says, new toy. She's tired of being worried about dropping her phone while kayaking or in the ocean. Uh, fork. This is a Polaroid camera. Let me pull that up here for you. It's 4K video and 12 mega, megapixel photo. Comes with hookups for uh, the helmet and bike. So it looks like it's, so it's basically Polaroid's GoPro. Huh? <laughs> was it? Was there a price on it? Because that's the one thing that made like when I first read her description, um, or all I could think was GoPro. It's the Polaroid ID nine twenty two. If you want to look that up, the ID... let me look it up on Amazon, not on Best Buy <laughs> or Walmart.com, <laughs> Apparently, um, so Target has it. Yeah, for fifty nine ninety nine. Oh, 
And, 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 and I, want, I figured it was going to be cheaper because you see a lot, especially going on Amazon, You because I, I recently picked up a, a GoPro Hero 8 because I was like, we haven't, I haven't, uh, you know, I haven't updated the GoPro in several years and the battery is just, um, it was a cheap one too. But uh, you see the GoPro alternatives <laughs> and you're just like, I don't know if I trust that thing's actually going to hold up under um you know the stresses i put a gopro under uh so uh because i would love to get back to strapping gopros to the side of baja cars next year uh but anyways ooh, i just booked somebody anyways um but <laughs> it's uh yeah no i no that's cool and just for like kind of easy things like that um you don't have the bag thing like i noticed when we went scuba diving in thailand they they, they sold these they look like Ziploc bags and they had a hook on them and you could like strap them around your, your, your wrist. But it was just, it was basically just a big plastic sealed bag that you put a phone inside. So, and no matter what it was, and it was waterproofed from that. And they sold it at like anything that was like a beach, you know, scuba, something or other. I still see it when I go to the ocean too. Um, I mean, that, that seems like the, you know, the big, I don't know. They probably don't have them at the kayaking outlet uh, here in Pittsburgh. But um, but uh, have, have you guys seen those out and about? Out of, since all you guys are aficionados of uh, of Ocean City, Maryland, apparently. I've seen them at the Ron John Surf Shop in the Ocean Ron City. The, the, the Ziploc bag things? Yeah. The, the, yeah. I have a waterproof fanny pack that I found on Amazon. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, they sell them in a variety of colors. So if you want to get a, you know, there's like a black one so you can't really tell what's in it but it's got like two two seal like multiple seals i think it's like two or three seals oh, wow and um but yeah they're waterproof you put it on you know splish splash with your phone and whatnot can you get them tra- can you get it in transparent yes you can see everything in it so yep so missy- then you can use it because you can touch through it <laughs> so so missy got me a fanny pack that's a see-through plastic fanny pack and she's like i figured this will help when you get on a plane and 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 on you know at the baja stuff i was like okay so I did the plane, and it, and it was fine for that. It was just like a little more bulk to deal with in the airplane seat. And then I tried wearing it out for the Baja. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to put in this, you know, that would be helpful? And the answer is like batteries, you know, like batteries, uh, suntan lotion, the, the wipes, things like that. The problem is you're putting a battery in this thing, and it's clear. So there's a greenhouse effect that happens, and you just put a battery in it. So, <laughs> like, I was like, and and this is when I'm like, in super hot Louisville, Kentucky and Las Vegas with 115 degree heat. I'm like, I'm like, if I use this, like a battery is going to explode on my hip or worst case in front of my crotch. And this just, <laughs> it was going to be bad news. So it, I was like, I think, I think if I wear this, it's going to turn into an incendiary device. So, so we retired that for the moment as, as an idea out, at least for outside events, let's say. So, um but uh anyways that was my fanny pack experiment hey from the chat room dave potter's in there he's saying uh september will be iphone ipad apple watch macbook pro and maybe mac mini that's right we don't have an m1 macbook pro yet right no we do do we no i don't think so no that's the air the airs have been the okay um i'm so excited did he say did he say did he which mini did he say uh mac mini maybe Oh, I, I heard iPad mini. I know, I know. I mean, you were, you were, I think you were the one that I was going on about that may be coming back. Yeah, Katie, I'm on that too. Um, I'm, I'm. The watch is okay, but you know, it'd be nice to update. 
I have a feeling this isn't going to last too much longer with updates because the threes, how many people have been having trouble with the series threes? And once the new OS hits, it's probably going to just drag it down in the mud. But um, you've had your you've had your phone. What do you got, an X or an XR? I have an X. Like I've had it since the so like November, like yeah, you're, when you're, it first came you're out. In the same boat with me with my eight. That that like we've we, and and it's not doing too bad, right? No, it's it's starting. So my battery life is when you the health of the battery is eighty percent now. Right. So it's definitely I can't go a day with a charge right. at all. So I had my battery replaced back in March, I think, and mm-hmm. already like it feels like it's not lasting quite as long as it should be. Which like, what's your health percentage at? I have not checked that, so I should, should check that. that. But um, mm-hmm. I it, it just feels like I should be getting more out of it than I am like it doesn't feel like it did for a little bit but like like lately it's just like like I'll take it off the charger in the morning and then like you know get in the car and go and then I'll look up at it and I'm just like why why is that you know already look like it's at 50% you know kind of thing so and and dealing with those kinds of things where's the battery thing I, I can't find anything in in settings anymore I just scroll down and swipe down and search search for yeah it. that's okay. what i did too it's like battery, settings battery battery health is actually yeah i keep forgetting that that's that's a thing um uh, i'm at 95 percent. so that's pretty good i mean i'm at 94 but it, it, uh, my my i my iphone original 10 is at 84 percent, and i'm like, thinking about but it's like four do months i old. hang on to it do i yeah. sell it do yeah. i do I hang on to it and replace the battery or man, the, the getting 700 bucks as a resale, as a, as a trade in value, when I'm looking at like $1,500 phones is really tempting. Cause you know, I'm not getting anything except for the iPhone pro. <laughs> so yeah, um, if I'm doing it, I got to go all in, but I also, but I also want to keep this because it's still a good camera. I mean, even the fact that I'm doing what I'm doing with like, like this is an iPhone six. S that this camera this is that's what this camera is right and we have two of those so I'd love like this to be real you know these are obviously useful we could put multiple cameras around the, on the thing so like it's like okay is it worth 800 bucks or should I just keep my quote $800 camera here that does 4k and this kind of stuff right so that's hey that's why we topped it out <laughs> you know that's why I top it out all the times when I do these so I don't know. That's that's struggling. What are, you, that. what are you using to pull that in as a camera? Or are you using uh, NDI? We uh, we NDI. Uh, we talked about yeah. it a, a couple months ago, I think. But yeah, I'm using the H- NDI uh, HX. I think it's called uh, app on. You can get on on any phone, and uh, we with VMix and I think it, uh, OBS. If you're using that, um, there should be something about NDI. You might need a plugin. And uh, yeah. the NDI again, NDI is amazing because you can just pull video feeds over a network. So, like, literally, um, the way that our software uses here in vMix, we could have another computer sitting across the room, and then every camera, every separate camera that I have coming in the vMix, we have a, we have a hardware switcher, so not every camera is going in the vMix. But if you look at, um, like, any, any of these cameras can pull up, and just somebody can switch a whole different show <laughs> with the same cameras, basically, Right. Um, or elements I put in here and videos can get pulled and things like that. So it's a, it's really versatile and really interesting. And uh, obviously the first time I was introduced to it, it was again, a really cool multi-stage setup that they were doing for replay FX. <sighs> All right, me, 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 me. Well, 
it looks like it's getting the pumpkin time here. Chilla pumpkin time. So we should probably wrap this thing up. We've been having fun. Like it's good to have it's good to have the full gang back together here uh, for the show. So John Chichilla at Chilla on the tweets. John Chichilla on the Facebooks. Fantastic. And of if, course, if, just real just real quick. If you go out, you'll see. Actually, I think Carla posted it. We always at Ocean City. We always get the old fashioned photos, and we did a steampunk edition nice, this year. nice nice oh gotta close my polaroid um <laughs> katie what you got going on you're on the social medias there's doing that social things there's that <laughs> kate utters on twitter kate marie pgh on instagram and um i have a lesson with our friend riz plays games uh tomorrow night to learn more about twitch streaming and moderating a twitch stream oh really Mm-hmm. Really? So wait. So what is this? So what are you guys doing? I have a training. He's going to teach me how to moderate a Twitch stream and shortcuts and ah, such. Ah, okay. Are you are you recording it for people to watch? Maybe we should. Oh, I think yeah. you should because I I'm super interested in that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is this is this pre gaming for Saturday night's um possibly? Yeah, <laughs> that we're doing. Oh, there's one. I don't think I told you there's something Friday night if you want to be a part of that too. So our uh, top rope top rope tabletop is this this Friday. I forgot. Uh, it's a, a, a pro wrestlers playing Dungeons and Dragons. They'll be here in the studio, and we're going to be presenting that. They'll be on the IndieWrestling.us um, Twitch page, and of course that'll be hosted over probably to the uh, the Sorgatron Media Twitch page as well. We have a lot of fun with that crew, and then uh, then uh, what else is happening? Yeah, that's it. Uh, new episodes of uh, Comic Book Pit I saw went up. We'll be popping those in the master feed as soon as I get a little bit of time uh, over at SorgatronMedia.com. But in the meantime, just go, go subscribe to those guys at ComicBookPit.com too. See the saw they had new episodes up. And uh, I'm at Sorgatron on the tweets if you want to see where the hell I am every weekend. Because it's... I, oof, I think I'm traveling every week next month. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, everybody check out AwesomeCast. Again, thank you to our Patreon supporters. We'll see you guys next time. You have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.